All right, my name's Frank Burton. Welcome to Frank and Claude are following you. I've been recording my conversations with my uncle Claude for some time now. 30 days have November, September. You've fallen at the first hurdle there, Claude. Yeah, November does have 30 days. No, but that's not the first line of, of the poem, is it? I mean, all the mumps have got 30 days. Apart from February alone, which has a... Uh... In presenting you with these recordings, I'm attempting to tell you a story about the two of us. Well, I think the big appeal of cryogenics for me is uh, just being able to wake up one day in the future and you are the only person who remembers Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole, right. So you want to basically travel into the future and repopularise the works of Nat, Nat King, King Cole, Cole, is that correct? Well, it just seems a shame that they'd have forgotten him. This episode begins in a cafe in an undisclosed location. I can't tell you the name of the cafe or even the name of the town we were in. I don't want people listening to this, finding out what we discovered there and then turning up themselves and going, Hey, we heard about this place on a podcast. As will soon become clear, that would ruin the whole thing. I just think it's a bit funny, the things that we take for granted, the things that are presented to us and we just go, okay, that's that's a thing. Like, I was thinking about Mickey Mouse the other day, right? Mickey Mouse, the, the cartoon character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mickey Mouse is, is a mouse, right? He is a mouse, yeah, he's a mouse. It's the clue's in the name, Frank. Yeah, I know, but the thing is, he, he, he looks nothing like a mouse, does he? He doesn't look anything like a mouse. No, it's a good point, no, he, he walks on two legs for a start. And he's got those ears. They don't resemble the ears of a real mouse in any way. So why do we just accept the fact that he's a mouse? If you want to get pedantic about it, mice don't really talk either, do they? He's anthropomorphised, I believe is the word. You should know that, being a writer. Yeah, I do know that, being a writer. I know what anthropomorphism is. And, you know, it's a mouse that walks on two legs and got like a squeaky voice, which I guess that if a real mouse got up and walked around and started talking, he'd have a squeaky voice also. So there is a, at least some very, very, very minor similarity to the animal upon which Mickey Mouse is based. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we've got to address the whole fact that he's friends with different species and they all talk as well. He's friends with a duck. He's good, good mates with a duck who talks. Yeah, 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 so they all talk. I mean, that that's fine. That's all part of the, the this fictional world that they're in. The only problem I have is that Mickey Mouse has, has a pet dog. He, he's friends with a dog. He's friends with a dog who talks. Goofy is a dog who talks. But also, he's got a pet dog, Pluto, the pet dog who doesn't talk. So within this kind of universe in which they Mickey Mouse lives, and nobody draws anyone's attention to it, but there's, a, there's two types of dog. There's the kind of dog that Goofy is, so he's a talking dog, who you know acts in the in a similar way to a crazy man would act, <laughs> you know, kind of a, an eccentric, six foot tall fella, would kind of act in the same way that Goofy the dog would act. But also, but then there's another kind of dog. It's just a pet dog. Are you saying that you can't really get over this because in the real world a, a dog would be much larger than a mouse? A dog would squash a mouse, wouldn't it? You have a mouse having a dog as a pet. It's a step too far for me. Well, you don't really have to worry about it, do you, Frank? It's not, it's not for you, this, is it? 
It's not for you. You're, you're not a child anymore. Did you ask yourself these questions as a child watching Mickey Mouse? No, and that's the interesting thing. I just went along with it. I went along the fact that he's, he's kind of this six-foot-tall mouse who walks on two legs and talks English. I don't see why you're so concerned about this, Frank. I mean, there's other, other things you could be worrying about. Yeah, there's lots of other things I could be worrying about. I prefer to worry about this. <laughs> anyway, Claude, I know, I know I keep peeping over your shoulder, right? And you notice that I'm doing this. I was wondering what you were looking at. Yes. It's not the table next to us. It's next table but one to us, yeah? Just come and sit next to me. Come and sit next to me instead well, of across. Okay, okay. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. It'll take you a while to twig what's going on. And then if you're facing that way, it's not going to look like you're looking round at them. What? Coming through, don't mind me. Oh, right, yeah. Cool. Go for it, yeah. Go for it. Okay, so what are we looking at here? Just watch them for a while. Just watch that table. You see the one? The five people sat there. Different drink each. One's got a coffee, one's got a Coke, one's got a glass of milk. Don't seem to have a lot in common, these people, do they? Oh, maybe, I suppose. They're different ages and you know, they got, they're kind of dressed differently also. They look like they're from different backgrounds. Yeah, but they don't look like a peer group. They're not a group of friends. And I don't think they're a group of work colleagues either. They're not here for work purposes. Watch them for a bit longer and see, see what happens, yeah? I'm watching, Frank. I don't see anything particularly... Just keep watching. What, what are these people doing here? Well, it's all right. A diverse group of people can hang around together as a group of friends. Come on, no, I don't think they are friends. You notice? I'll tell you what, we've been sat in this cafe for uh, a good 20 minutes, half an hour. They have been here for longer than we have. I have not seen any of the people at that table exchange a single word with each other. That is weird. Not a single word. Not a single word. They've been sat there together at the same table saying nothing to each other do they know each other well it could be the case that it was just a free seat they don't have to be together to be sat at the same table that is true that is true you see a lot more in in cities though don't you this is not a city environment it's not like a crowded place there's look it's an empty table over there by the window empty table seats by the window empty none of these people have moved to the empty tables they're sat together right over there pretty close to each other some of them we're not exchanging a word not touching not there's, there's no couples in this group are there and there's no there's obviously no good friends amongst this group because they, they'd be conversing i've seen a couple of them sort of glancing at a phone but they're, they're not kind of buried they haven't got their noses buried in a book or kind of noses buried in the phones devices whatever they just sat there they just sat there doing absolutely nothing and they're not speaking to each other either. It's very unusual for, for someone to go, you know, to a cafe or a coffee bar or whatever this place is and just sit there and... It's a real mystery, this, isn't it, Frank? This is the best one yet, Claude. This, is, this has really got me going, really got me thinking about why these people are here. You know what my theory is? I'll tell you my theory. Oh, yeah. I think they're here to be interviewed for something. And they're waiting for their turn. Because this is what happens when you go... You're a manager of a company for many years, so you've probably forgotten what it's like going for job interviews. I used to do this all the time. All the time I used to I'd do a lot of temp work and stuff. 
and I'd be in on like a six-week contract and then have to do an interview for another job. But I've been to so many interviews. And this is a typical scenario. You will sit down and wait for your turn to be interviewed and you'll be sat at a table just like that one there with a group of people. You're not from the same background. You're not from the same age group. You don't dress the same. You don't look the same. It's all because you've got nothing in common with these people. You just The only thing you have in common with these people is that you are waiting to be interviewed for, for this job. And typically at these things, people don't really talk to each other because there's no, there's no expectation that you're going to meet again. Typically, it's one job that you're going for and all of you are, are there to be interviewed for this one job and like one of you will get it, the rest of you will go home and none of you will ever see each other again. That in these scenarios, sometimes people will make like you know polite small talk about oh how did you get here today oh I got a train you know, those really really kind of boring conversations like that oh yeah oh I got a bus yeah I got a bus oh isn't that interesting I got a bus just to fill the silence you know because th- th- there's no expectation like I was saying that there's no reason why you have to have a conversation with these people other than if you like to just have conversations with strangers, which personally I don't, I can't think of anything worse. I very much enjoy having conversations with strangers. Oh, I know you do. I think it's very nice of sitting on the train, some bloke sitting next to me, or, or some girl sitting next to me. I like to strike up a little conversation. And Unlucky t- for them. Tell them a little bit about my life. Yeah, well, that's you. That That's the sort of thing that you would do, though, isn't it, Claude? I'm not like that. I'm talking to you because you're my uncle. I've got blood ties. <laughs> you know what I mean? If we weren't related, I would cross the street to avoid you, my friend. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Well, I would. I'm just, I'm just telling you, if you were some, some guy from the office who works in a different department to me, I saw you walking along the street, I would cross the street before you noticed I was there. I'd do it all the time. I've, I did it yesterday. I, I saw somebody who I used to work with in a job. I didn't want to stop and make small talk with this person. It was gonna it would have been the most mind numbing conversation. If I'd have run into this guy, if our paths had crossed and we'd have made eye contact, we'd we'd have kind of been socially bound by this kind of custom that we have of making small talk. And I can't stand small talk. I I can't do it. I just it, it's so frustrating having to just talking about the weather or talking about what are you doing now, what what are you doing for a job now? Or, you know, oh, have you had your hair cut? Why do you need to know if I've had my hair cut or not? You can see that I've had my hair cut. You know, and uh, or where, did, where did you get it done? How much was it? Do you recommend? You know, just, 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 yeah. I can't, I can't be doing with this small talk business, Claude. I can't be doing with it. And, and that's just, a, if you weren't my uncle and we work for the same company, you're in a different department. Those are the sorts of things that we would talk about. Well, that's a shame. It was those sort of circumstances. I'd, I'd very much like to strike up a conversation, find out what it is that you do in the different department that you're in. That's the sort of person that you are, Claude. You, you're interested in people, and you, you like to have these, these these little chats with people that you meet. And I've got no interest in that. Just going back to that table over there, I think they just coincidentally, all of those people at that table are people who have got my personality type people who just don't like to make sort of general chit chat with other people are very happy to have conversations I, I like having conversations like good like solid conversations 
Oh, I was talking about Mickey Mouse's ears. Mickey Mouse's ears is a very important subject, and I stand by that. Those kind of conversations, I can have them all day long. It's just kind of, what did you have for breakfast? And I prefer cheese and onion crisps to, to salt and vinegar crisps. Those sort of conversations, I, I, just, I just can't engage with them at all. It's like, but, you know, talk to me about Mickey Mouse's ears. That's a very interesting subject to me. It's just that when I'm with, like, a new group of people, like those people over there, they are obviously the same personality type as me, and they're thinking, like, you know, I'm just going to sit here in silence because I cannot be bothered to engage with these people. I'm not going to see them again. Let's just enjoy the silence here. That's an interesting thing as well. I mean, it's, it is quite nice just sitting in silence. Sitting in silence in the company of other people and having that kind of comfortable silence between you where you're not obliged to talk to each other. It's like it's the sort of thing that you can have with someone that you're really familiar with and s- someone that you're in, in like a, a really good relationship with. You can just sit down with that person and there is no reason for you to strike up some sort of meaningless conversation. You know, you, you can literally just sit there in silence and no... And, and it's very comfortable and quite relaxing. You know, that, that's the sort of thing that I like. But I don't, I don't think that those people at that table are in, like, a close relationship with each other. It's not that kind of comfortable silence. It's the comfortable silence that exists between, you know, just people on the bus. You're sat on the bus and, and nobody's talking. And that's cool because nobody knows each other. So, so that's fine, isn't it? It's, it's not that there's no kind of tension in the room of like oh oh somebody should be talking here that there's no kind of tension like that on a bus is there well i don't know about that yeah i'm, I'm usually yakking on the bus frank i'm usually yakking with some bloke or some lady that i met and telling them my life story yeah, i imagine you're an absolute nightmare on a bus oh, i just like the i'm yakking, not getting on yak. a bus with you okay just, yak, yak, just yak. making a mental note yak, yak, yak. not to get on a bus with uncle yak. claude because he is just he's going to be a nightmare the whole time but the thing is just going back to my theory, these people are waiting to be interviewed for a job. But I, I don't think that theory holds water because they've all been here for the last half an hour and no one has come for them. <laughs> no, it's, they're like waiting for Godot, you know what I mean? This, maybe it's somebody's winding them up and that they've told them or they've come to the wrong place or something. They're obviously waiting for somebody to come and get them and move them on to another place or oh, it could be that, that, that this is actually actually is their job it could be that this actually is their job will you care to elaborate on that theory or maybe they're being paid to be here maybe they're being paid by the management of the coffee bar to sit and have a drink so that it looks like a, a popular establishment right <laughs> that's a good theory actually i wonder yeah but that would be a pretty desperate move, would it not? I presume somebody in, in that sort of job would be on minimum wage. Even if you sit... How many people are there? There's five of them at the table. So you would be paying... Like, what is minimum wage now? Like £10 an hour, say. So it's £50 an hour for that to pay for that table. And presumably they're getting the drinks free as well. So you've got to cost out the drinks. And you pay £50 an hour for that table to sit there having free drinks in your establishment and they're taking up an entire table that could be taken up by other other customers who come in. What are they going to do if loads of customers come in and you know, they look around, they can't find a table and then they leave again? You, they're, they're literally driving the customers out. 
<laughs> to be honest, if that was their job also, I think they're not creating a particularly good vibe by just sitting there in silence, are they? It looks like th this is a cafe for Benedictine monks or something. It's, it's not the sort of place that, that would generate like a, a fun and positive vibes. That being said, Frank, but they do look quite happy. They look quite content. They look like they're having quite a nice time. That, that, is, that is a good point. That is a very good point. They don't, because someone, if, if I was sat at a table with like, you know, three or four other people and none of us were talking to each other and we'd, we'd been there for half an hour and all I've got to do is sip on a cup of coffee while I'm sat there, I would be pretty miserable. I, I'd be pretty bored. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't be really unhappy, but I, would, I wouldn't have a smile on my face. Oh, that guy's smiling. He's actually smiling. Look at that. He's, he's, he looks really content, doesn't he? He looks, he looks blissed out. Is he on drugs or something? He, look, he looks... <laughs> what have they put in his tea? A happy chap. <laughs> he, he looks... I'm staring at him now. But, but you know, he's, he's actually got his eyes closed. That is as the ultimate sign of, of contentment, isn't it? What is going on? I tell you what, Claudie, I'm I'm going to go and get another cup of coffee, and, and this is a strategy. Well, actually, I could do with another cup of coffee, so this is perfect. This is the perfect time for me to do this. I'm going to go and order over at, at the counter over there, and I'm going to walk past them. I, I want to get a proper good look at each of the faces of the people at that table because that's going to be the telltale sign for me as to if, if they're all looking like this guy that, that means means they've been sitting here chomping on the magic mushrooms or something it's a theory but it's a theory <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's it really is a it's a conundrum this one it's a real conundrum a real mystery a real riddle is what it is claude i, I really want to get my teeth into this one I'm, I'm really pleased that we came here now well i'm very pleased as well i'm very pleased i i wish you luck in your mission getting a, a, a cup of coffee and uh, could you um, could you get me one of those large cookies please large cookies or the the, the big chocolate ones they got there yeah they're large cookies yeah they're, i'll have one of them i mean it looks a bit of a mammoth looks a little bit of a, a size of a steering wheel i can't resist it frank i want to go for it this is the sort of thing you can do now you're retired you can sit in a cafe chomping on a biscuit the size of a steering wheel that's all cool now that you're retired, Claude. I think I think you're getting really into the spirit of this now. Maybe I'll have a, a flat white while you're there as well. All right, I'll, I'll get you your flat white and your enormous cookie. So I'll, I'll be back. Right, here you go, Mr. Burton. Have that. There you go, giant cookie and a coffee. Go nuts. So well. Uh, what did you see? What did you see on the faces? It's good. I actually got to see every single face very clearly. They're all kind of looking in different directions and they're all sort of um, one's looking up at the ceiling and other one's looking down, that sort of thing. Very much not engaging with each other at all, these five people here. I'll tell you what, I, I, I don't think that guy is on drugs. I think that they've all kind of got variations on the same theme is that they're all looking very thoughtful and very sort of kind of lost in their own world and kind of lost in their own thoughts. But they're quite happy to be doing it. They're quite happy to be sort of spending that time just sitting at this table with these, presumably these four other strangers. And just, it must be close to an hour that they've been here now. 
Strange. I almost want to go and sit at the table with them and what see what happens. What do I do? <laughs> I want to go and see. There's a spare seat there. I reckon I could just go and sit down at that seat and none of them will mention the fact that I'm there. What do you reckon? Oh, that'd be an interesting experiment, bro, yeah. I would have suggested that you do it, but you are going to start yakking, aren't you? That, that's what you would do. If you sit down in that chair, you're going to start talking to these people and ruin the whole thing, aren't you? Yeah, that, that is what I would do. You're the right candidate for this job, Frank, because you're not a yakker. A non-yakker, that is what is required. Right, I'm doing this, man. I'm doing this. Ten minutes and one successful undercover mission later. Expertly done, Mr. Burton. Expertly done. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, that <laughs> was good. That wasn't it. Yeah, I just I got into the spirit of the thing there. Do you see what I did? I would. I was. I was looking sort of like similar to what they were doing. Like you know, normally I'd be kind of like you'd be staring at my phone. Or I'd get like a book out and start reading the book, or stick some stick some earbuds in, get some music on. But you know, I really got into the spirit of doing nothing there, and that for me, that's that's a hurdle. That is, that's a hurdle to get over. I struggle to do nothing. You know what? It it was really nice. It was really nice to sit at that table with those people and not say anything to each other, and just do nothing. Like, you, you can see them, like, like it, while I was sat there, I had a little glance at each of them, like, the whole time, like, no one, no one was doing anything apart from, like, having a drink. That was, uh, that was very nice, that. Very nice. You know what my new theory is? Oh, yeah, what's your new theory? I think they do know each other. Interesting. I don't think they know each other well because they don't talk to each other. But I think the point is, it's almost like they've got this little club like a society of, of people who, who'd like to do this. They like to spend time with each other, but they don't talk to each other. They don't interact. They just spend time in each other's company. And Oh, um, we have movement. Oh, movement. Where are they going now? They're all... You see? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, one of them's getting his coat. Cause he's hung his coat up over there. It looks like every single one of them is getting up to leave. And... Uh, yeah, we're not still not talking. Still not talking to each other. That, that, that's odd, isn't it? That's very strange. Yeah, because you're getting up from the table, everyone's leaving. You would at least say goodbye to each other, would you not? But <laughs> yeah, th th now this this goes along with my theory. This is an organised thing. I bet if we came here to this same place this time next week, they'll be doing the same thing. I think it's a weekly thing. Look, because look at the time. Look at the time. It's bang on one o'clock. Bang on one. They must have been here between 12 and one. Maybe they do it every lunchtime. Maybe this is every single lunchtime they come here and spend an hour in each other's company without talking. That, that would be interesting, that. Well, maybe we should come back tomorrow. Or what if they're not here, though? They're, if they're not here, what are we going to do then? Because we, we haven't solved this yet. You know what? <laughs> I've told you off for doing this in the past, but I think I think we should do this. Maybe we should do what? We need to follow these guys and see where the hell they're going. Good idea. I'm up for that. I knew you would be, Nosy Parker. That's not an insult. 
That's, that's apt description. I know. I know it is. Let's let, let's just be cool about this, Claude. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, obviously they're all they're all leaving together, so let's just get get behind them. Are you taking the cookie? Or stick it in me bag. Wrap it up in something. Don't put it loose in your bag. What are you doing? That that is going to be disastrous, my friend. Just wrap wrap it. Oh, I haven't got time to wrap it up. We got full of these people. I'm leaving the cookie. I'm, I'm leaving the cookie here. There's about half of it left there. Let's go. See what's happened. One of them. One of them's gone already. Now the four of them are walking along together. And um. Oh no, 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 one of them's gone. He's gone across the road. Eh, no goodbye. No goodbye to the rest of them. But they are walking together. You see, now we've got three of them walking together now. Three of them walking together. Didn't say goodbye to the other two. And... <laughs> is this part of the club rules, do you think? Oh, it could be part of the club rules, yeah. Maybe they don't even speak the same language, mate. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're all sort of non-English speakers. All from different countries. Yeah, even so, you would wave. You would at least make the effort to learn how to say hello and goodbye in the other person's native language. Yeah, I'll see what you mean. It's a deliberate thing. They're deliberately not speaking. Yeah, or, or maybe they've got some kind of medical condition that means that they can't speak out loud. But then again, you know, what's stopping them from using sign language or using, you know, gestures or some kind some just just a nod. Just a little nod to say goodbye. Yeah. It don't even you don't even need to go to the effort of raising your hand to do a wave. No, that they're not doing it. Uh very, very odd that. Oh eh, there goes the other one. There's two of them. Two of them left. Yeah, no, the other one's just kind of disappeared into a bus stop. And now there's just this one guy. I feel like following that one guy and saying <laughs> just seeing where he's going. Maybe he's the ringleader. Hurrah, the ringleader of a, of a silent group. What well, we're getting no answers here, are we? We need to I tell you what we need to do, we need to come back again. Do you I I don't they they can't do this every lunchtime. They can't do it every lunchtime. I think I think we're gonna have to go back Let's come back to this cafe next week at the same time and see if these people are here. Because we need to get some answers, Claude. Okay. Hello? Claude Burton. Yes? You have won second prize in a beauty contest. Collect £10. I beg your pardon? Go to jail. Sorry? Move directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect £200. What do you mean £200? Who is this? It's Frank, Claude. It's Frank, your nephew. I don't understand this. I don't understand how you don't recognise my voice when I call you. Oh, uh, how's it going, Frank? Are you alright? Yes, I'm okay. I'm just perplexed by by this sort of weird telephone thing that you've got going on, Claude. Just, I've just, I just thought I'd say some things from the Monopoly cards just to see if you recognise my voice just from me saying random things. And you didn't recognise my voice even though... I know you're an old man, but you are not hard of hearing in any way. I heard that. You've got very good hearing. but And yet you do not recognise my voice when I call you, even though we have spent many hours in each other's company. 
I don't, I don't get it, Claude. What, what is going on with this telephone thing? I don't know. I think maybe it's a condition I've got or something. Well, yeah, maybe it is. It's a strange condition. Never heard of that before. Well, uh, it's the fact that I can't see the person's face. I think it's something to do with that. All right. Well, okay. Well, just to clarify, um, this is Frank Burton, your nephew. I want to make sure you're still on for tomorrow, yeah? Oh, yeah, I'm still on for tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to it all week. I think we're finally going to crack this thing. If these people are there, hopefully they are. So we're going to see them in action once again and see how they relate to each other. I was going to suggest we should turn up before they arrive. If we get there nice and early, we can really check out this thing and see what is really going on with these people. There is just a thought, Frank, but maybe maybe if they are there, we can have an actual conversation with them and ask them what they're doing. I, think we, I don't think we should do that because I think it almost feels like it's cheating in a way. What are you cheating? Asking somebody what they're doing just to find out what they're doing. How is that cheating? That, that's just, that is what a real detective would do. They, they wouldn't just stand back and try and figure it out, scratching their heads. They would ask the person what they're doing. That was what an actual real detective would do. True enough, I, I just... Uh, no, your problem, Frank, is you don't like talking to people, do you? No, I don't, I don't like talking to strangers, that's true. I'm just approaching a stranger and asking them what they're up to. That's, that makes me very nervous just thinking about that. You're, you're talking to a man who does that all of the time. So I'm the person to do that. I'm the person to go up to those people and ask them what they're doing. And hear it in your voice. You're going to be embarrassed. Right? You're going to be embarrassed by your uncle. All I would be doing is going up to those people and having a little chat with them. There is nothing wrong with that. With, with me going up to those people and saying hello. And breaking the ice. That's a normal part of life, Frank. You know, that's the sort of thing that people do in society. You seem to think that that's like a, a really a weird and scary thing. A really sort of terrifying thing that I'll be doing there. And it's not terrifying. I think maybe you should try and go to those people. I think it'd be good for you to do that. It's not that I lack the confidence. It's that I, I just, just find it awkward. I think it's the, the awkwardness of it. Well, 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 this would be a good training for you, won't it? I don't know. I mean, do I need it at, at this time in my life? I think once you get past 35, do you really need to learn anything new, Claude? <laughs> you know, do you, need, do you need to develop your social skills any further than what they already are? I feel, I feel like I've settled into the person that I am now. And if I'm going to try and enhance my social skills in some way, it feels like an autumn leaf has fallen from a tree and you have picked up that autumn leaf and tried to glue it back to the tree again that that's what it feels like to me okay you're trying to fix something that is fundamentally broken i'm not saying that the fact that it's broken is a bad thing i'm saying the fact that it's broken is that the way that things are it's part of nature the fact that i, I the fact that i find these conversations awkward that's just part of my nature as a human being and instead of trying to change that, just just acknowledge it and just live with it. You know, you don't need to change someone's personality. It's like attempting to paint the sky a different colour. Just live with the sky being blue. It's a nice it's a nice shade of blue. It's nice. You know, just, just live with the live with the sky being that colour. Why don't you?
not quite following that analogy, Frank. Well, you don't have to follow the analogy, okay? I think you're the right man for the job. You're the man to go and strike up the conversation. But first, I'll tell you what we should do before we go to that length. It's not a great length to go to to have a conversation with some people, Frank. It really is not. No, before we go to that length, it's a fun thing. Honestly, it's a fun thing that we should do. Me and you should do it together. We should go undercover like i did last week i had a little taste of the undercover thing last week and i'll tell you what you should try that bear in mind i'm not trying to change your personality oh it sounds to me like you are i'm not trying to change your personality i'm, I'm saying that it'd be just be a nice experience for you and a nice challenge to say nothing go and sit down with those people and say nothing Honestly, it was great for me. I know that that's, that ties in with the way that I am and the fact that I don't like to converse with strangers. So it'd be an even greater challenge for you to do it. Actually, we'll both do it because I want to do it again because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it last week. Both go and sit at that table together. Actually, let's not do it together. Let's not sit beside each other because that's not the spirit of the thing. The spirit of the thing is that we're not interacting. So if I'm sat next to you, I'm go- I'm going to end up, you know, having some kind of like banter in the way that we do. I do like the idea of going on the cover. That that actually is one of those uh, detective skills. Seeing as we're in the detective business now, me and you, Frank, we should try and develop those skills. Yeah, it's it's very good, very good idea. Let's do it. For obvious reasons, I won't play you much of the footage of our visit to the cafe that Wednesday. You're listening to the recording right now in the background. Here it is. This is just to prove that we were there. No one spoke. Again, just as we'd hoped. And just as we'd hoped, all five of those people were back at that same table. There was one extra person too, plus me and Claude. And we all just sat there for a whole 90 minutes. And here we are, later on, walking down the street, watching our fellow club members depart in their different directions until all that was left was me and Claude. Still in the spirit of the club, we didn't exchange a word. He walked to his car, I walked to the van. I called him later on. Go back three spaces. I beg your pardon? You have been assessed for street repairs. Is this you, Frank? Yes, it's me. God's sake. Hello, Frank. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How was that for you, man? It was, it was very interesting, actually, Frank. It was a, it was a fun experience. I, I, I'll say that wholeheartedly. It was a fun experience. I liked it. I, I did as well. It was It was kind of transcendental, wasn't it? Yeah, transcendental. Yeah, I like to. Yeah, transcendental. I'd like to do it again. We should go again next week. I think we should. I think we should. We, we should join this club. I mean, there obviously isn't kind of a thing that you have to sign. I've given up trying to search online for this thing because I, I think it's just. I think the other members of the group. I know we didn't speak to them, but I, I think the other members of the group have discovered it in the same way that we discovered it. They were close by at the time and they saw that table and they thought, 
what's going on in that table? And like us, they were curious. And eventually, you know, not everyone who saw that table and, and was curious did this, but some of them did. Some of the people went and sat down at the table and just sat there for a bit. And they enjoyed it. And then they came back the following week. And that that, that is how this thing originally it must have just been one guy sat at a table and then somebody went and sat with him and then you know somebody else thought oh that that looks like fun i'll, I'll go and sit with them as well and so he, he must have just built up kind of organically like that i don't think there is like a, a central organization for this thing that's the really interesting thing is that you know th- these people are just sort of they've just decided, silently decided, without exchanging a single word, that this is what they're going to do every week. And it's just become this thing. And maybe, like, the original founding members are gone now, and it's just kind of carried on with, like, people who've joined, people have left, people have joined. And it's just become this kind of tradition in this cafe that, that this is what people do here on a Wednesday. I will certainly be going back. No, oh, I will certainly be going back with you. Not that I'll be exchanging a single word with you, Frank. This Wednesday is our day off from talking, you know. We've found a brand new thing to do together as well. We've got this detective thing. Now we've got this other thing as well. You know, I think it's nice that that you and I have have things that we can do together now. Yeah, yeah, we do. We've got things we can do together. We've got got the silent club, whatever it's called. We have to come up with a name for it, won't we? No, we won't come up with a name for it because it's a silent club. So it has no name because there are no words in the club. We shouldn't even be talking about it now. It's like, you know, we do not talk about this club. It's that kind of club, yeah? I can't seem to face up to the facts I'm tense and nervous and I can't relax I can't sleep cause my bed's on fire Don't touch me, I'm a real live wire Psycho killer, Keska say Fa 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 better Run 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 away Oh, oh, psycho killer, Keska say, far better, run, 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 run away. Oh, 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 ay, 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 ay. You start a conversation. You can't even finish it. You're talking a lot, but you're not saying anything. Well, I have nothing to say. My lips are sealed. Say something once. Why say it again? Psycho killer. Keska say. Run, 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 run away. Oh, oh. Psycho killer! Just gonna say, better. Run, 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 run away! Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, 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 yeah!
it's the French bit, Frank. I can't do the French bit. Oh, nobody's expecting you to do the French bit. You know, you're not expected to learn an entire language just so that you can sing a talking head song. That would be too much. Oh, I can give it a go. No, don't give it a go, please. As they say, Claude, you say it best when you say nothing at all. I'm inclined to agree with you. We are vain and we are blind. I hate people when they're not polite. Psycho killer, Keska say. Fa 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 better. Run 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 away. Oh oh. Psycho killer, Keska say. Fa 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 better. Run 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 away. Oh 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 oh. Ay ay So uh, what are you gonna get from a chippy and Frank? Uh, just chips and peas for me. It'll do the job. Oh, you're just peas. No, no extra. No, well, I haven't got much choice. I'll be honest with you. A better cheese and onion pie. Is it vegan cheese? No. Well, I'm not having it then, am I? Have you considered becoming one of these uh, pescatarians? Pescatarians. Then you can have, you can have uh, a good better fish with your chips. That'd be lovely. Have you considered staying out of my business? So you want the chips and the mushy pizza, Frank? Yes, please, yes. 